Hi, I'm CJ. And I'm Kari. And, and this, this is, is Expecting, Expecting Expats. Expats. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Expecting Expats and our next episode. We are really diving into expat friendships. Um, we have a special guest on the podcast today, Jessica. Hi, Kari. Hi, CJ. I'm (laughs) back back for more. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, And really just, you know, how we met, uh, how you even make friends, um, especially when you're a mom and you have so much stuff to do. Uh, And then just kind of this lifestyle. So we're going to dive in deep into that today. Um, But yeah, I don't know, CJ and Jessica, um, do you want to start us off with the story about how we met? Yeah, sure. I, I think... With CJ and I, it was like a, I mean, and with you as well, like it was kind of a, like a stroke of really, really good luck. Um, we, I was connected through a girlfriend of an old classmate slash friend of mine um, who said, oh, you're in, you're new in Frankfurt. I know someone who just moved to Frankfurt recently. Actually, I think she's in Uganda, but maybe she'll be in Frankfurt. And um, here, I'll send you her, you know, Instagram, like you should you guys should go on a friend, blind friend date. And so we went on a blind yes. friend date and <laughs> to grabbed see if coffee there was to see if there was chemistry. And, <laughs> and there was so much chemistry. I remember, yeah, like coming back after that and, and telling Alex, and this was, you know, so early on, like maybe within, I don't know, three, four months of us moving to Frankfurt. And I was like, Alex, I found someone who's going to be like my best friend here. Like this is, this is so great. And he was like, Oh, awesome. And yeah. And then the same thing with, with you as well. Like, um, a mutual friend of mine from my grad school program or mutual friend of ours, I should say, was like, Hey, we're grabbing drinks at some rooftop bar. You, Uh you have to meet my, my friend. She's, you know, she's really great. She's going to be there with her boyfriend at the, you know, at the time. (laughs) And, um, you know, come, come join us. It'll be great. And, yeah, it was, and it's it's been great. And um, yeah, and I think um, one of the good things is that our husbands really connected as well, mm-hmm. which is good because yeah. sometimes I feel like men it's just harder for them to. I know that's that's the same with us. Like yeah, uh, my partner and Alex. So yeah, that just makes it really nice that you can hang out as a as couple. A couple exactly. Yeah. And so that's the thing. So I, I think it really did grow. And then, of course, we all then were pregnant together. CJ first, then Jessica, then me. Yeah. And just... I was, like, trying to get... I told Jessica when we started trying. And then, in, I don't think in the beginning you weren't really ready. But I'm so I was, excited I was in when denial. you... <laughs> I was I wasn't. And now it's funny, because looking back, Alex and I were like, we should have started that, like, a year ago. We should have, you know, like, what Already, were we waiting yeah. for? This is great, but... That's what yeah. I, yeah, no, but that's what I mean. I think it really bonded us more because we mm-hmm. had to go through it. I don't want to say alone, but it's weird because I, I just don't know how it would be if we were at home, let's say. Let's say in our yeah. home countries because would we be near our family? Would we still need support from friends? I think that's why having an expat network is key to just enjoying being an expat. Mm-hmm. Because if not, I think that's when people feel alone and they want to go back home. Yeah, definitely. Well, something nice about being an expat uh, in terms of friendship is also that you can really kind of easily meet and connect with new people who are the same place in life because everyone is sort of open and happy to meet new people and make mm-hmm. new friends. Whereas I feel like 
if you live in the same country or even the same town for a long time, like everyone just has their friends from uni, maybe some colleagues, but they're not really like looking for new friendships the same way. So here I just feel like expats, they are great <laughs> when it comes to connecting and making new friendships. You really bond fast with people if you have some chemistry. And then, yeah, when we were all pregnant, it just kind of bonded us even more because we were going through the same thing. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree because I feel that after school, like school puts people together and makes you learn to like each other. Yeah. Because sometimes you might even look back at your school friends and be like, were they my friends? Yeah. Or like, what was going <laughs> I on have there? A few. I have a few. You know? yeah. And, and yeah. And then when you like go out and start working, then they might become your call, like not your classmates, but your colleagues might become your friends. Mm -hmm. But a lot of time you stay in your home or even if you're staying in your country, you at least know people Yeah. where I feel like, especially when you're just an expat and you have to learn a different language, a different system, and then you're doing it on your own. I, I just feel like people are just more open to, yeah, like what you said, just wanting friendships. Yeah. And so if you go out with anyone, oh, let me, let me give you my number. Let's exchange Instagrams like right away. And then they actually do call you and say, Hey, let's go grab a yeah. coffee. We're in the U S and maybe in other areas. It's not really it's, done or maybe not as genuine. Yeah, like they'll exactly. say, Oh yeah, let's meet up sometime. And then it's not mm -hmm. actually something Happening. that, yeah. I know it's the same thing in Denmark. Like it can re be really hard to make new friends in Denmark. If mm -hmm. you're just like, Yeah, they, because everyone has their set group already of friends, so they're not really open to meeting people the same way. Exactly. But yeah, also, I think both of you guys have been so great in terms of introducing me to then, like, all of your friends and, like, new people in the group. Yeah. And it's just been, like, super nice to get to know a lot of new people mm -hmm. through you guys as well. Yeah, that's, like, one of my big things is I feel like everyone should know everyone because I it's almost maybe it's like a selfish thing for me but I'm like okay I have like limited time so like I rather everyone be in a group so that we can all like have fun instead of just the constant every single day meeting with a different person yeah maybe when I was single I was more but once you start realizing and then you're like oh all these people would like be good together and they have some type of you know connection in some way yeah Yeah, I I agree. And I think especially you can usually tell with personalities and I think especially with expat personalities, right? Like you tend to be cut from a somewhat similar cloth in that you're everyone's choosing to have this very unique lived experience. And so that alone usually is like a strong enough thread to connect even different personalities and be mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, yeah, we'll all, you know, in some like way get along or mm -hmm. you know yeah if I'm friends with this other expat they'll also probably bond about this you know other aspect of life and it, it all kind of I think goes down to this core of like it takes a very unique set of like people and personality types that choose to do expat life not only just for you know like a six month study abroad but like mm -hmm. a permanent or you know as permanent as expats can be like choice to live away from their home country yeah and i mean how so i know and well cj and i there's babies in the background because our kids yeah. are here <laughs> yeah mom life yeah all the, the kids the dads are watching them but um 
I mean, how do you feel though then about, I guess two things. One is, do you think that you would have a similar experience if you stayed at home in your home country? And I mean, then there's a, of course the question of, because ex expats are transient, right? Where we came, we left our home country to do something different, to explore the world. Is it still in our mind to leave this area, even though we do have a strong network? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's something I find hard because yeah, I've already lived in a couple of different countries, and each time, I mean, when I studied in Belgium, we all had such a close group there, a big group of friends, and then after we ended our studies, people just like one by one disappeared mm -hmm. and that that wouldn't happen the same way for example if i was just studying in copenhagen with other people from copenhagen yeah because then people would more likely stick around maybe they would move a bit outside the city but here it was really everyone moved to different parts of the world after we finished our studies and mm -hmm. that's kind of been the story ever since when <laughs> with the expats expat friends <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I went to school in a different state from where I'm from. So I'm from Texas, but I went to school in Minnesota and South Dakota. But everyone moved to Minneapolis. But I realized, so it's a city, but I realized really quickly, or they moved back to their hometown. So then I, I feel like if I were to have stayed, I honestly don't know what I would have done. I don't think I would have like been able to spread my wings as much no. if I would have stayed at home. And so that's why it's almost a thing where I feel like I had to leave. Even if it was to go to D New York or D.C. or something, I don't think I could have stayed no. in my home area. So I feel like this is a natural thing for me. I mean, probably you too, right? Yeah, I also didn't have a very... Like, if I, if I psychoanalyze myself, like <laughs> I, I didn't have a super great teenage years and even into college my, my my bachelor's degree like I didn't have really a, a sense of belonging um and I wasn't looking back actually like I I wasn't content I, w I don't want to say I was unhappy like I was yeah. I, but like I didn't feel fulfilled and I didn't feel content and I was always kind of yearning for something else and you know I wasn't really sure what that something else was like I wasn't there at 19 going like I must live in Frankfurt Germany <laughs> this is the answer no. but I you know I felt like there was so much more to life and I wasn't like even my plan graduating from high school graduating from college my plan was never ever to stay where I was I never felt that drive or that even that sense of home like mm -hmm. like yes that was where I grew up or you know there were certain places where that was my ad my you know my default address but I I really did not have this sense of like like homesickness at that time I really just wanted to get out and yeah meet new people and explore new places and yeah be out I don't mm -hmm. know yeah so I kind yeah. of get that that same thing um but then that leads you to like where I am now where I'm having yeah. like an existential <laughs> crisis of like do I do this forever like yeah. do you just keep searching as an expat like for this next sense and like when is it enough and mm -hmm. there's so so I guess the spoiler alert is that I'm I'm imminently leaving Frankfurt um and yeah there's so much about Frankfurt that I love and I could totally stay here. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm like, but is this, 
it? Like, do we stay here for 20 years? Am I making the right decision by Mm -hmm. uprooting myself again? I don't know. Like, you know, when I think back, I'm like, am I like, am I kind of psychotic? Like, is this kind of like a psychotic (laughs) thing where like nothing is enough and you're just like searching, searching for this next thing or this next place. And what if life is like, girl, you got it pretty good here. Like, what are you, I think when are you going to get that? I think those doubts though will always be there, whether it be, should I leave? Or if you did leave, should I have, should I have left? Mm-hmm. You know, if the next place isn't as great and as wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's less yeah. obvious. Like if you if you always lived in the same country and it's the same country as your family and and your friends that you had for years, then it's a, it's a different situation, I feel like, in terms of making that decision to move abroad. Mm-hmm. But now we're already living abroad, then it's like... Yeah, we have the same question. Okay, should we just stay in this country or should we go to another country? Like, it's this mm-hmm. where we want to be because there's no, like... I mean, we have, of course, our amazing friends here that yeah. makes us want to stay, but it's not that we're really tied to this country or place. Exactly. So it's always, like, a question. Okay, do we chase the next adventure? Should we settle somewhere? And where should that be? Mm-hmm. So I can completely understand. I mean, but you guys, yeah... And I can understand, though, exactly what you're going through in a way of, yeah, you have clear doubts. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great opportunity. You have a great job ahead of you, an exciting change job. I guess for for any listeners, I should say that I'm taking (laughs) expat life to the next level, like the ultimate level and um, joining the diplomatic foreign service, which um, (laughs) uh, means that you move every three to four years. Mm-hmm. for however long you choose to stay a part of the <laughs> foreign service. Um, and the first part is a move back to the home country, to, to Washington, D.C., but then out to whatever post um, needs availability. So um, it's signing up for a basically unending amount of, of expat life in mm-hmm. all of these different places of the world that, you know, yeah. I, I don't even get a say in necessarily. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like when when you hear about it, it sounds so um, adventurous, romantic, honestly. As yeah. in, I'm going to travel the world Yeah, yeah. through the U.S. government so they'll treat you well <laughs> yeah <laughs> and 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 you have this and you have this these experiences that when you do retire when you're 50 60 maybe 50 hopefully yeah. <laughs> um but then you're going to look back and be like wow like I lived a crazy maybe fulfilled life but at the same time it is probably really hard because I mean us even thinking, oh, should we buy a house in France because we just really like France? You also think, whoa, 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 but I have a network here. Mm-hmm. How can I leave the network that I've created for myself? Yeah. And it might be easier for us to say, let's go to France or something when everyone, like you said, in Belgium, they just like leave. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> and then you're like one by one. And, and honestly, though, that's kind of how expat life is. Like, I think you're the first... So it's a, I, I think it's a really big deal in our mm-hmm. group. You're the first. Yeah. But there's never ever any guarantees that people yeah. will. Yeah, and there's stay. other people who even look at your story and are like, yeah, actually, maybe I should like 
get on that quicker to do a change because I've always I've been wanting to mm-hmm. but I've just been kind of I don't say lazy but just like sitting on my decision where I think like you moving has got everyone like speaking about yeah yeah <laughs> is this actually what we want to do should we also be leaving and doing something else yeah and so, I mean but, yeah, yeah it's just it's just really hard because I um it's it's not an easy decision to leave and it's especially not an easy decision when you're trading what's known with with what's unknown and the unknown can be very exciting and it's an adventure and it's mm-hmm. you know can be can be great but it's it's easier to leave a place when you don't feel like you belong and if you have a particularly wonderful expat network mm-hmm. um then you do get that that sense of of belonging and then yeah as you guys were all saying like it's the like it's a double-edged sword because the you you find this commonality and these great friendships but most expats are rootless like we have maybe Mm -hmm. like this great network of people but the roots aren't very deep in either place like everyone kind of has like a foot and a half in the door but then like a toe Mm-hmm. elsewhere or at least mm-hmm. is like peeking over and being like hmm okay and yeah and I think it shows too I mean you guys are are my best friends and I I don't have a single German friend here really like I don't <laughs> it helps I don't I don't work with Germans like your husband <laughs> yeah. oh I guess I guess I guess yeah maybe he counts <laughs> no I always I always tease because yeah. Alex is like what, yeah British, he is German, he does have a he does have a German he's passport, so much more but, British yeah that's yeah. so funny yeah he, he technically, I guess, on a technicality, but yeah, no, like, but in terms of yeah. um, feeling rooted to a place, right? Like I haven't, going back to, you know, bonding with people who are actually from the country that you're living in, they're doing their own thing and not necessarily seeking out friendships. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you find these great people that you have so much in common with, but they, like you, also don't have ties to the place that you're in and so it's just this like beautiful thing but this like really terrible thing at the same time so yeah Yeah, that is really the tough part about expat friendships because I'm so excited for you of course like the opportunity like we would do the same if we had the chance we think Mm -hmm. it's amazing but at the same time selfishly I'm like I don't want you to leave because you build up like strong friendships with people and then yeah you just never know how long you have them and of course a friendship that will last forever and we'll come I visit know, you in Instagram's Namibia or I know. No, <laughs> we'll but come honestly, visit in weird places. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like it is a thing where yeah, when you have kids with other people, you do think like I don't want to get emotional, but you think like yeah, our kids are going to grow up mm, together. I know. Now it's like not and then but then it dawns on you that like you're also in this situation and you're also probably going to leave yeah and so that's what kind of I don't want to say like makes me calm but makes me realize like everything is transient unless you really do just live in your hometown where you know everything but as we said earlier in the episode like that's not the life we see I, for yeah, ourselves. Exactly. And like, so I can't even, I mean, if I were to go back to my hometown, I don't think it would be horrible because I'm from Austin and Austin has changed completely from when I grew up. I've heard up. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never I mean, been. It's I've awesome. heard it's, I've it's heard booming. It's, a good it's amazing. I mean, Hollywood stars are now living there. So, but like, 
I think about just everywhere and thinking, I don't, I don't know if I could go back. Not that it's like a, oh, I'm going back home and I'm like reversing my decisions, but just mm-hmm. like, I don't, I won't be the same person. And yeah. So, I mean, but that's the thing. I, I mean, how do you feel though about having this expat lifestyle and then having kids in it? Mm-hmm. I feel like it also, again, maybe I'm looking at this very, uh, <laughs> not, not as optimistic. I mean, no, I, I should say it. I am ultimately optimistic about it, but I think it's just so hard going back to your, what you just said about like, in some ways, no matter what you're, you're always like missing something. And that's what I think is really sad. Like makes me really sad when I think about my son, Max, and, and how he's going to grow up because you go to the U S and you talk to people like typical Americans, like you go to an average, you know, suburbia, whatever, mm-hmm. like they have no conception or understanding or even appreciation for the type of life that you lead. And it sounds elitist, like not everyone needs to go up to us and say like, wow, you guys are so interesting. But like, they don't inherently find anything interesting about Germany or about Europe or about Mm -hmm. travels to a certain part of France or Denmark or whatever. Like, there's just no curiosity there. Mm -hmm. At least that's been my experience. They'll say, oh, you live there? Huh. Okay. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. like the end of the conversation. Um, and then likewise, I mean, it's, it's the same when we go back to the UK, to the very small town that um, my husband is from or that he grew up in. And I feel like it's that's, that's what you get with people who grow up in these very insular communities and never go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But these people, like, I also kind of look at them with some jealousy, like, it's so simple. Like it's, they have it all mapped out somehow. Like they just, they, they go, that they send, yeah. Like they send their, their kids to the same school that they grew up in. They have mm-hmm. this really tight knit community and everybody knows everybody and families around and the friends that they have are friends that they had for the past 20 years. And mm-hmm. there's that they have roots. And so as someone who's really now severing, like, any chance of um, having that, I think it is something to appreciate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that I, I do think maybe it's a grass is always greener on the other side type of thing. But I, I look at that and think like, oh, it must be really nice to not have to think about all of the things that are like plaguing my yeah. thoughts about what I'm not only doing to myself, but like, what I'm doing to my kid who doesn't have a choice right now. And what Mm -hmm. is that going to do to his identity and his sense of self? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think if we had the opportunity that you guys have, we would, we would do the same. We would want to take it. But since we don't have like any job like that, realistically in our future, I think for us, we, we are kind of giving ourselves a bit of a timeline, like, before our kids really start school and have that age where they form stronger friendships, we we would like to settle in a country for, not for forever, because I can never say I want to stay here forever, but like while they go to school, at least while they go to whatever age you go to in that country, Mm -hmm. 
ideally that's what we would do but then that's also hard because then okay but is it then germany do we then want them to go to really school and be feel at home in germany or do we need to go to one of our home countries or what because i feel like that's also a really hard decision and which country should that be in Uh-huh. But yeah, I think that's in terms of raising kids, that's mostly the thing where we're like worried when they're a bit older, like school age. Yeah, that we should maybe yeah. decide on a place and also like do we want to buy a house and like settle somewhere? Uh-huh. And we're kind of like pushing that to the future. Like we're not ready to like I feel like, like why is like that? settling so scary for expats? Like I, don't know. I just feel like we're so commitment aphobic to places. Like I Yeah, yeah. And yeah, totally. it's And yeah. I mean, I even feel bad as in, you know, Eric is Swedish, I'm American, and we are, I would say, proud of where we're from. And then we have Dagny, who we're raising kind of as an American Swede, mm-hmm. but then she's in Germany, and so she will be German. Not maybe like Bio Deutsche or whatever, mm-hmm. like organic German <laughs> that they have, but she will like learn the German language, which is a lot to do with their culture. And you think, is that what I want for her? Because mm-hmm. I'm also forcing her to do this, but I don't want to be German. So why would I do that to her? Yeah. Not like as Germans are bad, but I want to be American. Yeah. So I'm like, do we then go back to the U.S. for this? Or, I mean, the U.S. is just so messed up right now <laughs> I'm not sending her there but like I you know what I mean I just I and yeah I constantly feel like okay maybe like you know going to France and and having her be a little French lady is gonna be better <laughs> or something or like some but again or is this like the grass is always greener exactly, that we're sitting in yeah. our current situation and being like well maybe this country next, next door place, is better maybe yeah. the next place yeah. will be where we and, and I do settle. know that like I do have friends who are either Italian living in Like, they were born and raised, like, in Switzerland, but they are Italian. And they're like, no, no, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I speak Swiss German or whatever, but I'm Italian. And so they're very proud, but then their brothers or their sisters, like, aren't as strong. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I think it just maybe depends on the child. But I think even living an expat life and enjoying it, and even with Max, I think it's just all dependent on the, the kid and the temperament and, like, enjoying change you yeah. know and all those kind of things because sometimes people just do and it also gives you great skills i think as a kid having yeah. that life because you really learn to be really good socially and connect new friendships and i mean whenever i've met people who had that kind of upbringing there they have really strong social skills yeah so i mean you yeah know, so and you're giving him like so many experiences he's gonna like really try to live in very different countries and mm-hmm. really see the countries in a way you don't see when you just go on holiday yeah so you're giving him a lot and of course it has consequences in terms of like yeah you will be moving around so it's like you know pros and cons <laughs> yeah it is and that's the thing where i feel like And, and the roots that you're saying, it kind of goes back to what we're chatting about, but it is the friendships. And then when you know, I think it's going to just be difficult what I see. I mean, I think it's going to be amazing, but I would understand why it's difficult when it's like, we only have two years here. And so 
in Frankfurt, you know, we were like, I don't know how long I'm staying. Mm-hmm. And then you just like keep making friends and friends. Some friends leave, but then you make friends and friends. And then you're almost like, oh, I actually have like a good group here. Yeah. And then, well, I don't know when I'm leaving. I don't know. Maybe like two years, maybe three years. But there is no set deadline. Because I do know that people, and maybe this is just college, but I think, oh, we're leaving this our last year, so I don't really care, you know, to like make as many friends or mm-hmm. to do anything. But I think it is different with the expat lifestyle in the foreign service because everyone is like, we're here for two years, let's make it the best. Yeah. Yeah, I I hope so. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, luckily, I've in the this particular you know contract that I've signed on for, I can extend up to four years per per post, which you know maybe That's is a good, good. thing, yeah. maybe is a bad thing, depending on wherever you get posted. <laughs> um, so I I am hoping for at least like a little more permanence than just moving every two years. But mm-hmm. um, still, I think it all depends, and just like. We were saying, you know, if you're an expat and you move by yourself and you don't meet anybody and you don't have friends and it's it's really lonely and that's when you get homesick. Not necessarily for your home, but for, for people. Mm-hmm. And I've always said that too. Like, I don't ever really, I've never really felt homesick, like from, you know, for the place I grew up in. But I do get, like, people sick and, like, yeah. I get... Yeah, really, really sad when, you know, like you were saying, like you wish that everybody that you knew that you got along with and clicked with really well was just like in the same place and just happened yeah. to like be there at the same time and you could all hang out. And then inevitably you're like, oh, damn it. Like that's not how the world works. <laughs> like yeah. these people are all in these different places and, you know, myself included. Well, when we all retire, we'll all move to the same place. We'll come from all the different countries and then, like, settle down and, like, hang out and our grandkids can visit and we can drink wine and yeah, watch the sunset together. <laughs> I mean, it will be cool, though, when we do come and visit you in these um, foreign lands. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, and we have people there because I think a lot of times people... You know, so for China, right? I was in a fellowship and I had these Chinese fellows who I was actually good friends with. And I was like, yeah, why don't I just go to China for three weeks? And honestly, I was hosted by them. It was the most, it was honestly such an amazing experience Mm -hmm. that it, and it was all due to their friendship. I mean, I could go to China on my own and like book a program Mm -hmm. or whatnot and do excursions. But I think it was just so much, it was so much better when I had someone there and I think the more people and you guys have also known this like the more people you can see in different areas and then they show you what it's actually like to live there yeah I think it just brings you closer to them but then it's exciting for us to see you know yeah, so we'll definitely come yeah. visit. You guys are always welcome, no matter where we are. I don't know if you'll want, <laughs> depending on where yeah, it is, like, you might you not be? want to come visit, but hopefully it'll be somewhere cool. I'm... We're adventurous. We'll come anywhere yeah. where it's safe uh, enough at least. <laughs> we'll see. I know. Um, but I mean, I do think it's just, it, I think it's one of those things, though, that's a constant, because even, you know, Eric and I were talking, because... You're leaving, and we know about two or three people who are actually in our group who are leaving. Within, I mean, you're this year. You're very quick. Yeah. You, yeah. You Not by out, design. No, yeah. It's like a <laughs> month, and you're like, oh, we have to leave in a month. It's like, that's that's crazy. But um, everyone else is 
for a while now we've known that either their job is going to move them or they want to do something else and so they're preparing right for leaving like getting things ready and then eric and i were talking about it we're like wow there's our like group is going to shrink you know and then so you're like okay how do you then i don't want to say we go back into like you know when you first came it was who who are you who are you let's go on a blind yeah. date because you're very you're really looking for friends and then i'm also in this mode of i don't want to lose that because yeah. then you're just having four or five people around you because yeah. everyone left and you're not almost bringing the group back up to like a good, good number where <laughs> not a good number i don't know what a good number is but you know what i mean yeah i mean you also don't want to like sit back and then all of a sudden all your friends left and you're just like the only one who's still there so yeah i think it's good to keep connecting with new people and exactly that's kind of a thing that's good about becoming a mom and also being pregnant again like mm -hmm. because i see all a lot of these like expat groups on facebook and people are like writing that they want to meet up mm -hmm. uh so i'm also thinking like maybe i should like try to meet up with some more people who are pregnant at the same time like so if but that's that's exactly what i mean though i think when you realize honestly it's like when you when you were like we're leaving i'm like oh my gosh and then you were talking to other people in our friend group and it's like yeah i'll probably go in about a year i'm gonna go next year i'm gonna go in two years and you're like oh okay cool because like i hang out with you guys all the time so like who am i gonna hang out with you know and then You're like, wait a second, Kari. Like, I have these cool things that I'm doing. I should try to keep making friends and not become, I don't want to say, like those people who we were talking about earlier that I have my group. I don't need any more. Yeah, still know. be open. Yeah. But I don't think you guys would, I mean, you guys are both so, so open and so wonderful to hang out with. Like, who wouldn't want to hang out with you? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I... Like, I know that people have laughed at me, but I'm like, no, I feel like, you know, people might look at me and think like, oh no, yeah, she's, she's the one leaving and she's the one who's got all the adventures ahead of her. But as I sit here, like, you know, packing things and trying to like wrap, wrap up my life and yeah, now, now the tears are going to start. Um, but like, it's really the friendships that I'm going to miss out on. And like, I feel like as, hold on, you're going to have to edit this part out. <laughs> It's okay. Like, as an expat, especially when you become a mom, like, it's like a Venn diagram, and you have to find first as an expat, like, people that you're going to click with, and it's not your own country. So, you know, people that somehow speak to you on a very human level, and then you go through this, like, how can you have like a more formative experience than becoming a mom? Yeah. And we all did it during a pandemic, which is like <laughs> another layer of crazy. And, yeah. um, yeah, like it bonds you together. And then, you know, for me, that's been like, like winning the lottery. And it, it really does break my heart to know that I'm, I feel like I'm pulling myself out of it prematurely. And I, I really think it's something to miss because I, I do value you both so much. And, um, yeah, I value our friendships, um, so, so much. I, I don't know anybody, you know, two other people yeah. who really, really know that lived experience of like motherhood, pregnancy, Germany, COVID, yeah, like yeah. everything. 
babies and um and really get it like and I I don't think I would find anybody in the US you know mom friends who who would get that particular lived experience in that particular time and um yeah that's just to say that like I love you guys and I'm really gonna miss it here <laughs> we no, love you too no. you're gonna make me tear up but I think though that that's something though that will always bond us that yeah it doesn't stop. Yeah, it doesn't stop. And like because we've had those experiences together, we can't grow apart. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every time we see Max growing up, we're gonna know him as like, oh yeah, I remember yeah. when he was a little baby. When and you like, were in your mama's yeah, family. <laughs> yeah, like we'll always like have that connection yeah. where it's never going to be and I think that's honestly sometimes a stronger connection than, oh, we took this course together in college. You know, it's like we were our family here. Yeah. And so, I mean, my view on family, but like you never stop <laughs> loving and caring about your family. Yeah. You always are there. If something ever happens, we'll always be here. I know that, I know we'll be far, but, and, and, and I get teary eyed too, even thinking about my family at home and like what you're missing out on. But then you know you have a purpose to do, you know? But yeah, I completely understand. And who knows? Maybe it's all going to be for nothing. I mean, like, never mind. This lifestyle has taught me there is there are limits to expat life. I'm gonna I'm gonna just reel it back come, in and, come on and back. stay. You can always come back to Twitter. We'll be here. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. In in some way, shape, or form, but yeah. No, but and and that's what I mean. I think on we we just love you so much and we're really yes. sad i mean our partners are sad we're sad <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, just, just a sad, sad time. <laughs> it's sad because you're like oh my gosh like it's such a like a big i guess like you do i don't want to say oh you take up time but like we hang out with you guys so much that then it's like oh wow like who, who yeah. are we gonna hang out with you know that like no one's gonna replace you guys i know <sighs> but we love yeah. you, Jessica, and thank Thanks. you for joining our episode. I You'll like be I on it like again. <laughs> we'll, we'll have we'll have like a Skype or like a, a Zoom episode um, when you go on your first tour, and then we can see what it's like being an expat in whatever country yeah. you are. Yeah, we're excited to hear all about it. Exactly, I'm excited. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks well, for coming. Yes, thanks for coming. On this episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will see you guys next week. Hug your people. Yes. <laughs> Hug your ex-fat moms. Yeah. Hug your ex-fat moms. <laughs>